0: Hey, welcome to Outside the Box, exposing our sordid history. Today's topic is Origins 1, Sexism. Public discussion of sexism and the sexual abuse of many women and some young men by powerful men is an almost daily news item. It's similar to publicity around the killing of unarmed African Americans in recent years. And it made me wonder, where did sexism and racism come from? How did they start? Today and next week, I'll offer some answers. Sexism, discrimination on the basis of gender, seems to have started as efforts by men to control women. Author Angela Saini, in the book titled Inferior, traces male dominance back to prehistoric times. Sandy suggests that men's need to control women started when men wanted to make sure the children their female partners bore were theirs. If women were too free to have sex with men, who would not be their husbands, then parentage wouldn't be clear. Men use physical size advantage to force sexual submission. Once that dominance and compliance was established, it was easier for men to set rules of behavior that limited women's roles and control of their own lives. Once agriculture was established, gender roles were more easily delineated. Women raised children, carried water, and grew food, while men earned money through specialized skills or hunted for animals. Women were expected to be virgins until marriage and true to their husbands. But there was a double standard. Men could, and did, fool around with prostitutes and female slaves. Gradually, more and more rights and freedoms were taken from women. The right to own property, access to jobs and money, participation in public life, in the name of protection. Sometimes limitations were written down as rules, like in the Bible, or just adopted in unwritten form into the culture. We see this attitude even today with female genital mutilation in some parts of Africa and the wearing of burkas and male company of females in the Middle East. Foot binding in China intended to keep women dependent on men and portrayed as sex objects and that existed for centuries until Chinese communists ended the practice in the late 1940s. It's true in the West, too, though presented in more subtle forms. Women have been tracked into certain jobs, cashier, nurse, clerk, teacher of young children, and away from jobs that demand greater responsibility and pay better, Women are stereotyped as weaker, gentler, more emotional, and not as politically savvy. Girls are discouraged from going into STEM fields and are not listened to as seriously as boys. There still isn't equal pay for equal work in many places either. Fortunately, Many of the attitudes and structures that have maintained male supremacy for centuries are being questioned and starting to break down just in the last few decades. One argument in favor of male supremacy is that it's biological. Scientists point to many mammals, and especially our close cousins, chimpanzees, which are patriarchal. But bonobos are the ape species most closely related to humans. Recent studies of bonobos, which are matriarchal even though females are smaller than males, suggest that biology is not a deciding factor. Gender power is shifting, but we still live in a patriarchal society. Women still lack power and are being hurt because of their gender every day. Sadly, sexism is still alive and well. But more and more of us are discovering that women can be powerful and independent without men. Next time, I'll look at the origins of racism. How do you think we can change our culture so that women have more power and control over their own lives? I'm Larry Danzinger, trying to let go of my power over women and anyone else whenever I can.